Volatility in the market is a fact. What isn't so clear is what the ups and downs of the market can do to your retirement portfolio. For answers, call Kevin Brooker at 800-975-6717. Kevin is founder and CEO of Silverleaf Financial, and he's been helping people cut through the noise to create a retirement and income plan that can take you all the way through retirement. Call now for your free financial consultation, 800-975-6717. Today's market volatility can really take a toll on your portfolio. But what if you could lock in your gains and still be in a position to participate in the gains without suffering losses if the market plunges again? That's what Kevin Brooker at Silverleaf Financial can help you achieve. Your no-cost analysis includes a portfolio x-ray showing any hidden fees in your current plan. He'll show you how by claiming Social Security at the right time can make a huge difference in your retirement income. Call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717. Do it today. This is Kevin Brooker. Welcome to Cruising Through Retirement. You know, saving for retirement takes discipline and sacrifice. On today's show, we're going to share three quotes that could inspire you to keep the discipline and embrace the sacrifice. The quotes are not from the usual suspects either. You found Cruising Through Retirement with Kevin Brooker. Kevin is an investment advisor representative with more than 30 years experience. He's helped thousands of people cruise through retirement, and he'd be happy to help you too. Stick around for today's adventure on Cruising Through Retirement. Welcome in, everybody. Cruising Through Retirement is the program. Kevin Brooker is here. He is guiding us along, as he does each and every week. Uh, Kevin is a fiduciary. He's an investment advisor representative, 30-plus years helping folks getting into retirement. Silverleaf Financial is where you find him. Silverleaffinancial.com is the website. Kevin, always a pleasure. I, boy, I like that, where you talked about sacrifice and discipline. That pretty much describes how we've got to really boost that nest egg for retirement, isn't it? It, it, it really is, Steve. Yes, and it's great to be here. And, uh, you know, I think it's I think it's a situation that that everybody realizes, you know, once you're doing it right and you're saving that money and you're making the decision, you know, no, I'm not going to buy a new car with that extra raise that I just got. Right. You're going to save it. You know, that that's the sacrifice. Right. You, you give up. You, you know, sometimes you got to give up some of those other things right now. You give up the short term immediate gratification for in exchange for the long term, fantastic, comfortable, stress free retirement. Nice. And, you know, and that takes discipline and it takes some sacrifice. And, uh, you, you know, we, we often hear that these uh, words of wisdom, right, about people that have <laughs> yeah. saved money, you know, and, and we don't always look to the same. We don't always look to the same people. Right. Well, yeah, and, we think Warren Buffett. We think, um, uh, you know, Steve Forbes. Yeah, I mean, all of them. Yeah. Right. And, and some, some and, and maybe Peter Lynch or something. Yeah, you know? Right. And, that's the other name. Yeah. Yeah. The other cl the other classic ones. Right. The guys that write the wrote the books that are really yeah, big sellers. And, but no, nope. yeah, so that's we go a whole different direction here. <laughs> We're going a different direction. That, that, that's right. This was kind of like kind of like a left hook. You yeah. Know? And, and uh, so George Foreman came out, right? Yes. George, For George Foreman says the question isn't at what age I want to retire. It's at what income. Bingo. And I, I just think I love that quote. Yeah, All me right? too. Uh, I mean, that's something that you could I mean, that's a great thing just to remember. It, it, it really is, you know, because because that's what I told my wife. I said, well. Technically, I could probably retire right now. I said, but we're not going to have the type of retirement that I really want us to have, you yeah. know. And 
And so, you know, you, you keep on going, right? You yep. put away some more money, you save more money. And that, you know, and, and I've just, I've, and I was just uh, um, on a little side note, I was uh, recently talking to a gentleman that I originally talked to, uh, I believe it was January or February of last year. Last and, year. Okay. So 22. Of, of, of 2022. And we sat down and we went over the numbers and, and everything, you know, the goals, objectives, and what he has and what he's looking to accomplish. And then I had to tell him that, you know what, I, I think he'd really could benefit from working another year or two. All right. Mm -hmm. And let, let's not quite retire just yet. And let's put in a little bit more time because by doing that, not only are you saving more money and putting away and building up that nest egg, plus also a year and a half at beginning of 22, you know, the market values were lower. Um, and, but you're also not withdrawing the money, right? Because when you, re when you retire, you're most likely going to start drawing down that nest egg that you've spent the last 40 years building up. Mm -hmm. and, and so by working another year or two, that's one or two years less of withdrawals from that account. And, and so it, it does make a big difference. And I'm glad to say he took my advice and uh, put it work for another you know, year and a half or so. And, and, and now we're putting together a plan. And, and, the, and the plan is to, is, is to enable him to get the income he wants to do everything he wants, doesn't have to move, doesn't have to downsize if he doesn't want to. And he can take the vacations, play golf or go fishing or travel or whatever else he wants to do whenever they want to do it. Sure. And, and so I think that's the, the single most important decision to me is making is when do you make that decision to leave the workforce? Right. That's a critical that's decision. That's the big decision. Yeah. You know, right. Because that's the end of those paychecks. And, yeah. you know, so it is a very, very important decision. So one of the things we talked about before, Steve, is how people maybe take a trial, you know, do like a, do like a trial run, you know, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe try to take off an extended vacation instead of retiring, maybe take off, I don't know, a few months or whatever, whatever makes sense. And then try to live the life that you envision yourself living in retirement. Right. Because the one thing a lot of people, what, I, what I've talked to a lot of folks about is how surprised they were at, you know, a lot of them say, man, I was bored. You know, there's, you know, I, I've been used to getting up at six o'clock in the morning. And I don't get home until, you know, five o'clock at night. And, and now they've got all day long and you're trying to find things to fill their day. And, and so one thing I suggest is think about how you want to spend that day. You know, do you, what exactly are you going to be doing? Are you, you know, I'm, I'm for instance, I'm living in a golf course community. Yes. You, have, you have seven beautiful golf courses, great state of Arizona. You can technically play year round, although you probably don't want to play in the afternoon and you know, middle of August. No, um, <laughs> you know, but, probably but you know what, if, you know what the nice thing is, if you do, you've got the course all to yourself. Oh yeah. No kidding. Huh? Nobody's out there. That's right. You don't have to be ducking for anybody's, you know, golf ball. Yeah, exactly. The uh, so you know George Foreman, what you know, the, the what is the quote that we're talking about here? And so he he himself is quite uh, he's quite an entrepreneur, and, and I mean the George Foreman grill. I mean this oh, guy yeah. this guy was smart with his money. He was smart with his money. I never, I'll, I'll admit, I never quite understood the philosophy with, you know, the naming of his kids. See, I was but... going there too. <laughs> you know, those of you that don't know, I think a lot of them are named George. No, they all are named George, except the girl. And she's named uh, Georgina or something like that. Okay. Okay. And and so that was always kind of puzzling to me, but Hey, I'm not going to, I mean, come on, it's George no. Foreman. I'm not, I'm not exactly. going to question him. Exactly. You know, but I mean, do again, do whatever you want. It's all about the income in retirement and, and to be able to, like you just helped with this, this guy who you know agreed with you all right i'll take your advice and and boy it pays off it pays off big time yes and and now you know he, he's put away more money the account values have grown and uh, uh you know he's a little bit older hasn't claimed social security yet and so it 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 makes a huge difference just another year or two of course and remember 
you know, and remember guys, with your, when, you did, when you're thinking about claiming social security, remember you don't have to, it's not every year the account goes up. I mean, it does, it does go up every year, roughly 8%, but in fact, it increases your social security benefit. That amount, the amount of that check will increase every month that you wait. So if you're getting close and you say, you know what, I don't want to wait another year. Okay, well maybe wait six months, seven months, eight months. Guess whatever it is, you're going to be starting off from a higher base. And that social security check has a cost of living adjustment that every every year when there, when there's an adjustment, it's possible that sometimes there won't be, but it's going to go up. That's your lowest. That's just that should be, barring any massive changes from Washington, that should be the smallest check you ever get from social security. Your first check should be your smallest check. All mm-hmm. right. And so me personally, I want to start off. You know what? I don't want to start off at the bottom step. I want to start off more like at the top step. Yes. And so, so personally, I'm planning to wait. What I'm doing is working on, in, on putting together and building assets so that I can generate income for myself and my wife, maybe from the time I'm, I don't know, 64 or 65, somewhere in there. Um, you know, I'll cut back on working. Personally, I'm self-employed. I, I, I won't fully stop working probably until I'm in my 70s. You know, but I've got a white collar job. I'm sitting at a yeah. desk, you know, indoors exactly. in the AC. Right. So, exactly. Exactly. You know, if, if 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 I was, you know, pushing that, uh, you know, working outdoors, uh, like construction guys in Arizona. I mean, man, I think that's a hard job. Um, you know, because they they're this time of year they're starting at six a.m. They work until two p.m. Uh, but by two p.m. it's you know it can easily be one hundred and ten degrees. Easy. Yeah. So, sure. You know, so that's a different that's a different situation, right? But the right. point is, I can help you guys figure out how to finance it, how to set up your retirement so that you don't have to claim social security until you're 70. And, and I, to me, it's very important, especially if you're married because it, and you're the highest breadwinner. If, if you have, I should say, you've got the bigger track record in earnings, okay? Because let's step back for a second, Steve. Remember how the government calculates our social security check. They look at your 35 highest income years. So your, your, your biggest wages, you know, that were subject, of course, to social, that you paid social security tax on, uh, but they're looking at your 35 biggest years, and that's what they're using to calculate the amount of your check. So what's really important is that you check, you, you establish an account with social security office, okay? You can go online, set it up, um, and they make it secure. It's got the two-step uh, authorization thing, you know, authentication, things like that. Um, but then you can go in and you can look at your earnings record. And the reason it's so important is because they make mistakes, right? Who, who'd have thought the government might make mistakes? Who knew? I don't, it never occurred to me. No. And so but the truth is, guys, they made the mistake with me and my wife. They had an entire year. It was a few years ago. It was like 2017 or 2018 or something. The entire year, they showed me having nothing, having no wages, having not paid anything into Social Security. And I said, wait a minute. That, you know, that is not true. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I have. I have you never I took a year off, right? I w- I really wish I did, but no. <laughs> um, you know, I worked all year, both me and my wife. We both, you know, we're, we're on, on uh, payroll. We both pay our, all of our taxes, Social Security, Medicare. We pay both sides, in fact, because we're self-employed. So I pay the employer and the employee side. And, and so then I had to show all the records. It was, it was a process that took me probably three or four months. Um, but after showing them tax returns and wage receipts and payroll stubs and all sorts of other documents, uh, I was able to prove to them that uh, what I was saying is true. And then they made the adjustment and then boom, the amount of my estimated social security benefit jumped Sure. because, right. Because you're replacing a zero with, with, you know, a, a good wage year. And so if you're somebody that did not work the entire 35 years, or maybe some of those, you know, you didn't make it, you didn't make very much money. 
you want to take a look at that because if, if you're like 60 years old and you're still working, you're probably earning, earning you know, at, at near, near the highest levels you've ever earned. And so by you working another couple of years, you could potentially knock off some of those zeros or low wage years and increase your social security check more than the government is estimating right now. Because it's really important to go in there. When you go in, you estimate how much income you're going to make. And you want to make sure you realize, uh, especially if you're going to stop, if, if anyone's going to retire early, okay, and you're looking at how much you'll get at age 70, if you don't have all 35 years of, of the income that, you know, the high income years to calculate that, and you stop, okay, your social security checks actually going to be smaller than you thought. Because when they calculate it, the website is calculating it, assuming that whatever age you say you're going to retire, the way the calculator works is that they're projecting you're going to keep on working, making that same income every year up until the point, boom, right until you retire. So if you retire five years before you claim, that could affect the amount of your check. So you want to make sure you enter that in the calculation so you know you got a better idea what you're going to get. Sure. All right. So uh, George Foreman, we got that quote. Let's. Uh, who's next? Who's now? Oh gosh, you know what? This is this is Chris Rock. Oh, good. Chris Rock. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Right? So we got a we got a comedian, right? Telling yeah. us how to, right? About- he says, "Wealth is not about having a lot of possessions. It's about having a lot of options." Boy, and- that that sounds so good. And I know that's one of the things that you really strive to to offer people is options. One one million percent, yes, Chris Rock. I had no idea you're so smart. Um, <laughs> You know, but that's that's what I tell people. You know, we've all heard the we've all heard the saying, the cliche or whatever we want to call it, that you know, money doesn't buy you happiness. Right. And I say, and I say, and, and no, it doesn't. You can't technically buy happiness with money. All right. I still say, I'll bet you I'm going to be a lot happier if I've got money in my pocket versus not having money in my pocket. And you know, I think I'll be a lot happier. But what I always like to say is, money gives you choices. Exactly what Chris Rock is saying about it giving you options, because. If you've got a bunch of money, you, you can live wherever you want, right? You could buy a mansion on the coast of California if you've got enough money. Sure. And, and it, you have that choice, right? And so the more money you have, the more flexibility you have. Like one thing, a lot of people in Arizona, a lot of retirees, they have multiple houses. They don't, they don't stay here year round because they don't like being here when it's 115 degrees. And, I, and believe me, I do understand that. Um, you know, and so that's an option that if you've got enough money, you know what? I, you can build a second house or buy a second house up in Flagstaff where you're at 7,000 feet elevation. And, and, and when we're 110, they're like 80. Yeah, It's gorgeous, beautiful up there. And uh, I, I really love Northern Arizona. But the nice thing about being out West is you can drive two or three hours and you can be up in the mountains in a totally different climate with a totally different geography. And you can do that if you've got that extra money because you've got those extra options, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I want to help you guys do. I want to help you figure out how you can have that retirement that you really want, that you would really enjoy, um, you know, whether you dream about it or not, I don't want to sound, you know, fanciful, but, uh, I think it's important that you, that you do, you know, have some, have some good goals and have a retirement you can look forward to that yeah. you can really have fun because we're, we're not going to be here forever. Right. Right. So let, let's set it up the best way we can. So you can have the best retirement and the most stress-free retirement you possibly can. I like it. And, and, you know, as we, you talk about options, one of the options I think people are thinking right now is I need to go to a couple of football games and we need to put that in the budget. Cause that's not cheap. No, my gosh, no, it's not cheap. You know what? I, I love, I, I'm a big football fan. Anybody yeah. that knows me and uh, you know, I'm very much looking forward to it. Football season right around the corner. We've got, we had the hall of fame game last week and we've got the, you know, we've got Pre-season. the full schedule. Full, yeah, the preseason, right? Yep. Um, but we've got the full schedule of preseason games kick, you know, starting this week. Yeah. So 
so I'm really looking forward to it. Um, you know, whether or not the starters play, you know, isn't so important to me because I know that every guy that's on that field, he's fighting for a job. He's given 110% because he's trying to make the team. Sure. So, so to me, that's what makes a good game. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Folks, if you want to reach out to Kevin, you can sit down, have a conversation. It's a, a toll-free call away, 800-975-6717, 800-975-6717. Or you can just visit the website, silverleaffinancial.com. You can connect to Kevin right there via email. And you can also get Kevin's book called The Millionaire's Guide to Tax-Free Money for Long-Term Care. And uh, again, that's totally free. Kevin is, makes it available for you. And, and that's, so all you got to do is go to the website and, uh, and, and fill out the little form. That's, that, that's all it takes, guys. And, and uh, th- there's no hook. There's no catch. There's no obligation. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to share a little bit of information that could possibly save you a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, because none of us know, you know, or I should say most of us don't know who's going to need long-term care. I guess, unfortunately, some folks do. Um, let me just mention real quickly that if, if anybody's family, if you have a history of dementia or a history of Alzheimer's, I strongly, strongly recommend you, you get this book and you look into long-term care because, unfortunately, uh, those are some of the leading causes of people uh, for people that wind up uh, in a facility, sure, and as well as stroke. Um, so those are the situations that can lead to to being confined, and it can be very expensive. The nice now, now, now the nice places, you know, obviously we want to all stay in a nice place, right? Some place that's comfortable that we're going to get the care we deserve. Yes, uh, and and those can be very costly, easily a hundred thousand a year. And so what, one of the things we talk about in the book is how I can show you how, to, how you can reposition your assets so that if it does come up, if you do need you or your wife or your husband need to go into long-term care, you can use pre-tax money, right? So, so you can do it on a tax-free basis. That'll save you probably at least 20% right there, which, is, which could be big savings. So by all means, get, uh, you request the book. I'm happy to either email it to you or send you a hard copy. Silverleaffinancial.com. That's all you have to do, folks. And uh, so Chris Rock, yep, it's about options. Covered that pretty well. Uh, well, if there's one more, what are we talking about here? You know, you know what? This one is from Jonathan Clements. And Jonathan says, retirement is like a long vacation in Las Vegas. The goal is to enjoy it to the fullest, but not so fully that you run out of money. <laughs> well, that's everybody's fear, isn't it? <laughs> right. It's, yeah, I think it is pretty much everybody's fear. And, uh, you know, because like we had talked about, we don't know how long we're going to be here. And, 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 you know, and a lot of times I sit down with people and I, and I like to tell them that I plan, uh, the way that I put together a plan is if you, if you live to a hundred years old, some, sometimes I'll go, you know, when I talk to them and they say, oh, I had a, you know, my sister or my mother lived a hundred, over a hundred, then I'm going to say, you know, we need to plan for 105 or 110. All right. And, and, and it's funny because a lot of people don't like that. Right. And I think they don't like it because they know that it's going to mean they need, they need more money than they have. Right. And that means they might have to keep working longer. And so, so they don't really want to think about that. Um, and, and I'm just, I'm just here to suggest it. I want to give you my opinion and it's always up to you to go down whichever route you want to take. Uh, what I like to do is lay out different options. I want to give you different choices. Um, and, and I like to give you certainty. If there's any way that I can give you certainty in your retirement, that makes my life, it, it makes my life better because I know you're covered. We're not talking about a possibility of making it work by having money in stocks and bonds and counting on that for your income. I'm going to show you other ways we can set up the income that is totally guaranteed and there's nothing is going to impact it um, and, you know, unless you close the account voluntarily. So I think a great way to set yourself up and to make sure you don't run out of money, like Mr. Clement said, and uh, you know what George Foreman was saying, I can give you an example of somebody that I'm working with right now. Sure. 65-year-old, 65, 65 right, in Arizona, 
actually, it doesn't matter what state you live in. Um, it's all based on your age and your gender. So male 65, um, wants $2,000 a month, $2,000 a month in income in two years, uh, when he's 67, and that's going to take 273,000 right now, uh, in terms of the best quote I can find. So 273, you know, out of let, let's say the six, seven, $800,000 portfolio, we take a little less than 300, uh, put it into this, uh, guaranteed index annuity that we're, that has an income rider. They don't all have this guys. So it's important that you talk to somebody and sit down with somebody that knows what they're talking about. Cause now there's a lot of, Steve, there's a lot of different ways to get income from annuities. Now um, you can do it the old fashioned way by annuitizing, or you can do it the more modern way, which is by getting a rider that gives you guaranteed income. And that way you can actually start it and stop it. And, and, and the nice thing about the riders, what I'm doing personally with my wife is I'm going with an income rider that also has a, what they call a healthcare doubler. And so whatever we're getting in income, if we're getting 2000 a month in income and, and then we get sick or something happens, we need long-term care, whatever that amount of income is, will double for up to five years to help us cover healthcare costs for long-term care. That sounds and fantastic. So I, you, know, you know what? I think it's a sweet deal. You know what? Yeah. Because I, I like it because I'm willing to pay to have the guarantee that even if that account value goes to zero, they're going to keep on paying me or they're going to keep paying my wife. Because I want to make sure whoever, you know, whoever's the last person standing has everything they need too, right? Yes. And, and so, but not only that, it provides you with the long-term care coverage that can be used. You, you know, if you've got a, uh, a lot of people like to stay in their house, which, you know, if, if that happens to us, I, I know that's what, what we'd like to do too. And so maybe we just hire somebody to come in for a few hours a day to help out with, you know, whatever we need. And, 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 you, you know, you can, you can do that for probably 30 grand a year, maybe. I don't you know, roughly speaking. Yeah, sure. So I like it because we'll have the guaranteed income source and we have the backup coverage for long-term care should we need it. So that's something that I'm doing. And, and, and in this example, like I said, in this case, um, he's putting in 273, it'll guarantee him $2,000 a month, uh, at age 67. And, and then, uh, you know, he's retiring now, not taking social security, uh, yet because we're, we're financing it in other ways. And that will allow his social security to continue to grow. And, and so my opinion is to let social security grow as long as you can, because it's still growing at the fastest rate of any guaranteed account in this country. Sure. So uh, Jonathan Clements, um, humble dollar, am I correct? He's the guy behind. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Hum, uh, so Jonathan Clements, I had to look that up because I wasn't familiar with him, but he's, uh, no, he's, a, he's a finance guy and, uh, his website is, is pretty cool. It's called humble dollar. And, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I'm going to, I'll admit my ignorance. I was not familiar with the name either. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Sunshine is the best disinfectant. Schedule your time to show your account statements to a friend and you'll rush to clean up your finances. <laughs> so he's just got oh. kind of little stuff on there. Some, some stuff yeah. that he writes, some stuff that other people write, but it's like a, um, an aggregator of, of kind of financial retirement kinds of news. Fantastic. Yeah. You know what? There, there, there's the, the one of the great things I think about about technology and the internet specifically is that there's so much information at your fingertips now. I mean, you've got a supercomputer in your phone for crying out loud. Mm -hmm. It's it, it's crazy the things that we can do now that I, I I couldn't even have dreamt of 20 years ago or 30 years ago. And and you know, of course of course all the young folks take it for 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 granted, right? And uh, they can't imagine they don't understand life before the cell phone. But, but yeah, it, oh gosh, yeah, that's sad. You know, <laughs> you know it, it is, it is, you know, but I guess it shows you how, how far we've come.
Yeah. You know, but, but, but I think it's important to check out the different resources, talk to different people and make sure you're sitting down with somebody that's a fiduciary that is legally and ethically obligated to put your interests first because everybody is not half of this industry does not operate to that standard. So make sure you know exactly who you're working with. Are they a fiduciary or not? Um, because that, that is the highest legal standard that we have. And so I think it's important uh, to find somebody that's experienced, but is also putting your interests first. Well, and that's exactly what you do, obviously, and, and have been for more than 30 years helping folks. And, and uh, so let's, uh, up to today, let's talk a little bit about the market. I mean, as we record this, it's up, um, and it had a down day, I think, earlier this week. And then a lot of it's just a little crazy again all week. It is. It is. You know, and I think the volatility, is, it's probably going to continue like this. Uh, I, I think at least for the next couple of months, because one thing, guys, uh, to remember, and, and, and one book, I don't know if you have anyone ever takes the time, but there's something out there called the Stock Traders Almanac, and it talks about different historical periods, what happened, um, and, and whether you believe in things like that uh, or not. But historically, August and September are two of the weakest months, right? Like two of the worst, you know, worst months for the market. So nobody should be surprised. Uh, I will not be surprised if the market, you know, if we drop a little bit in the next month or two. But that's okay. It's okay. I'm not, you know, I'm, I, and I'm talking, you know, less than 5%. I, I think there maybe there might be two or 3% up or down. Uh, but I, I think a lot of things that a lot of strategists, you know, and big companies like Morgan Stanley uh, has been saying all year long, which they've been completely wrong on, uh, is that the markets are going to go down because we're going into recession and earnings are going to fall off the cliff. And those things haven't happened. And they're not the only one, probably 90% of the firms on Wall Street who pay tens of millions of dollars a year to these analysts, by the way, uh, to make the wrong call. <laughs> that drives me crazy. <laughs> well, that's just drives, it. I mean, these drives me nuts. The big names out there are, are, are you know, hands wringing gloom and doom kind of a thing. And, and you just, it doesn't seem to be happening. I mean, I'm certainly no expert, but it doesn't seem like it's happening. And it's, inflation's, it's not, inflation's yeah. coming down a bit. I mean, you know. I mean, gas it's is not, up again, but well, whatever. Yeah, it, it's it's it it's not happening as as they as they called it, um, and and they're actually one of their guys actually came out and credited he credited Bidenomics for what it's worth um, with the successful economy that we have and with successfully taming inflation, and whether you subscribe to that or not, that's what Morgan Stanley says, um, you know. And but I will say, uh, I, I I wouldn't call it. You know, I don't I don't attribute it, actually personally. I don't attribute it to Biden. I attribute it to Jerome Powell and the Federal Reserve. Um, I think the central bank has done an excellent job. They were, yes, they were a little bit late in, in uh, realizing that inflation was not, you know, transitory, uh, which is what they were calling it initially. Yes. But when they figured it out, they came with guns blazing. That's what they did. They pulled out that fire hose to try to, you know, tamp down inflation by giving us, what was it, three 75-point hikes in a row, I think it was. Yeah. Um, so there were big increases that 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 was making these strategists and the analysts say, my God, there's no way the markets are going to do well in, in the face of this. You can't fight the Fed. And and sure enough, turned out to be wrong. Um, and, and so what's happened is that the company, these guys were basing this part of the part of that prediction was based on uh, what they thought uh, were going to be declining earnings from big companies. So they thought the earnings were really going to drop significantly, like 15, 20 percent. Um, and they haven't come in anywhere near that bad. They're down, I want to say, in the six so far with companies that have reported, uh, they're down roughly 6% from a year ago. Nowhere near as bad as was forecast. 
um, because they were anticipating that the economy would slow down, that unemployment would tick up, more people would you know lo be losing their jobs, um, and so therefore be buying less. Because uh, you guys might know that the American economy is roughly two thirds based uh, on consumer spending. So the consumer is what supports our economy. Yeah, we're driving the bus here. Yes, for sure. So, so that's why we keep talking about jobs and wages as, as, as saying, as what I'm saying, as long as job growth is strong, and in my opinion, as long as unemployment is below 4%, uh, I, I personally have a hard time seeing a recession because everybody, so, so many people here were, felt cooped up, you know, for the last few years with COVID and the pandemic and all that, that they just refused to stay home. And, and so they're, they're jumping on planes, they're, they're traveling all over the place and they're spending a bunch of money and, and that's what's driving the economy. And, and that's what's driving corporate earnings, which is what's driving the stock market. And so I personally, you know, I mentioned uh, a couple months ago on, on the shows, I, I mentioned when the S and P had climbed over like 41 to 4,200, yep. th those were technical support levels. And, and we talked about it on the show and I said, the market is looking much better. It is the, if you look at the charts, if you look at the message of the markets, so to speak, what is the market telling you? Okay. That's why we look at charts. That's why I look at charts. I want to say, what is the market telling me? I don't want to, I'm not going to pretend that I can tell the market what to do. Nobody can. Nobody can. Right. All right. You need to just follow the message of the market. And the market right now is saying, we're feeling pretty good. Things are, things, are, the glass is half full instead of half negative, half, half empty, like it was, you know, six months ago. And so right now, the market looks very good. All we're, we're above all the moving average levels. Um, now, NASDAQ, the QQQs, those are sitting right at, uh, I want to say it's the 50-day moving average. Um, so we want to hold these levels. In other words, we don't want to trade lower um, because that will start to cloud the picture. So you want to keep your eyes on, the, on those sorts of things. Um, my belief is that you know, a little bit of correction is okay. We've had a heck of a market, especially in the tech stocks. So like Apple having a monster run, and, and now I'm hearing people say, oh my God, Apple's down. It's okay. It's really okay. All right. We don't want it to break down too much more because it, it also has come back to some average levels, moving average levels, which are key support levels. Um, so if Apple can hold like 178 or so, I think things look very good. If it, if it starts to trade down, um, if Apple breaks 170, um, then, it, then the picture could change a little bit because, Mar because Apple... Remember our stock markets like the S&P 500 is market weighted, which means uh, there, that Apple has a lot bigger impact uh, on the index than any, than, well, than any other stock uh, in, our, uh, in our index. Okay. So, you know, we're, you talked about the, uh, a lot of these big names that were projecting and still are a recession. Are they basing that on history? Is that, is that why they're leaning that way? Because it happened like this before, so it could happen yes. again? No, that, that, that's true. It is true. They are basing it on history. Uh, like I, I had started, started off talking about market history, saying August and September yeah. are two are two week months, right? Right. And, and so what analysts and strategists, um, what they like to do is look back in history and say, what happened the last time we went through a cycle like this? And I'm referring to the economic cycle. And so they go back and they say, what happened the last time that the Fed had, had, a, had a series of interest rates hikes like we've had now? What happened? And I think, out of the, I think the last five times it's happened, I think every time we've gone into a recession. And that's why they say, all right, well, we're going to go into a recession. Um, but the timing, okay? This, the stock market is all about timing, right? Yes. It's, 
it, it's like it's like one thing you know a lot of times with the bears the people that are negative like like we like they, they there's some people we call them perma bears because they're always bearish and and what i what i always remind everybody is that even a broke clock is right twice a day you bet okay so if you're bearish 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 all the time yeah there's going to be some days you can say hey guys i was right all right and and so I think I think that it's important uh, and to look at it though and look at the timing of it because that's where they screwed up. I'm not saying we're not going to recession. We could very well go into recession, you know, at the end of this year or in 2024. Um, but my feeling is 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 that it's important to focus on the unemployment rate and jobs. If unemployment doesn't go much above, let's say 4.1 or 4.2, I think we're going to have a soft landing, and I think um, and 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 that means that there won't be a ton of people losing jobs. Uh, and, and that the economy should should be able to hold itself through and, and it should be pretty mild. If unemployment really ticks higher than like four and a quarter, then that's probably a different story. And there's probably going to be a harder landing, which means you probably don't want to have as much money in stocks. So stay tuned. I'll do my best to keep you posted. But those are some things we're looking at right now. That sounds great, Kevin. I mean, I appreciate the update. And uh, boy, we're about out of time. Uh, so you're leaving us with just a bit of optimism and say, hey, hang on, I'll keep you up to date. Hang on. I'm going to keep you up to date for right now. You know, things look good. And by the way, if you're a long-term investor, meaning 10 years or more, you need to just stick with the plan, keep putting things away and do yourself a favor. When the market drops, increase the amount of money you're putting away in stocks. It's so far, it's always come back to hit new highs. Provided this for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. The covered material has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. There are risks associated with every type of investment vehicle. Please read the prospectus and risk disclosures thoroughly before investing. Insurance guarantees are subject to the insurance company's ability to pay. Neither Silverleaf Financial, Kevin Brooker, host, and guests are responsible for the usage of information discussed. Security and investment services offered through Silverleaf Financial, member Spinra SIPC. Please consult with an experienced advisor before making any investment decisions. Volatility in the market is a fact. What isn't so clear is what the ups and downs of the market can do to your retirement portfolio. For answers, call Kevin Brooker at 800-975-6717. Kevin is founder and CEO of Silverleaf Financial, and he's been helping people cut through the noise to create a retirement and income plan that can take you all the way through retirement. Call now for your free financial consultation, 800-975-6717. Today's market volatility can really take a toll on your portfolio. But what if you could lock in your gains and still be in a position to participate in the gains without suffering losses if the market plunges again? That's what Kevin Brooker at Silverleaf Financial can help you achieve. Your no-cost analysis includes a portfolio x-ray showing any hidden fees in your current plan. He'll show you how by claiming Social Security at the right time can make a huge difference in your retirement income. Call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717. Do it today.